pain of my life. Johnny Holt, drummer of Fair Do's, is the need to know fat file. Rye humour, big veg. Tanning Baines, doing drawing under false names, and the devastating reveal that Danny is not the most important one in the band. Bane of my life has got the lot. I'm fine. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, it's, it's lovely to see an, another person's face. That's to be, it. To be honest, it's, it's, uh, I'm reaching out and delivering a service uh, as, <laughs> as, as I do this. You know what I mean, not not only sort of garnering uh, sort of tens of listeners, I'm, uh, I'm also sort of <laughs> checking in on people, making sure everyone's rocking and rolling. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. I'm just, whilst I've, whilst I've just been waiting, I've just been been. Uh, I'm gonna look at Instagram because I thought I thought John's been unusually quiet today, because um, you, you know, normally normally a big Instagram user, big big user of the stories uh, feature, um, but you yeah. it looks like you were cooking some cakes with be- uh, peas, or is it corn? Is it it, it it makes a material difference whether you made peas or corn. Those were hazelnuts, Max. Hazelnuts, <laughs> right. <laughs> Your, uh, your identification skills are, are lackluster in the kitchen. <laughs> are you smoking? You're smoking a pane? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I've just broken one of my own cardinal rules, actually. As, right. Well, there's only three ver- three verbs that I'll really accept for bane. Uh, we've got, obviously, blazing, because you know, you've got to blaze a bane. <laughs> Um, yeah. chong- chonging, which is always, always <laughs> going to be considered chonging, um, yeah. and obviously tooting. You know, having what a about tanning? tanning, tanning a bit. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. You can tan a bane. It always sort of um, gives the impression of really going for it quite fast if you're going to tan a bane, aren't you? you, you yeah, that's it. You're yeah. really tooting hard. <laughs> Smouldering embers on yeah. the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, getting a few fucking. Holes in your t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had them for years. Yeah, I'm, Jesus, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're well beyond that now. Whoa, I've lost you, Max. There we go. It went unstable for a second, but it's back. It said, actually said on the screen that your internet connection is unstable. Awesome. Mine or yours? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> 
you're obviously in a slightly more backwater <laughs> we could call it, I, I imagine. Hey, Fifty right download speed, Max. I Thank you. It's a bit swampy uh, if you if you go outside <laughs> your front door. So I can't refute that. To be honest. <laughs> well, where where are you? <laughs> That's what I was asking before it all went wrong. Rossendale is uh, pretty much Lancashire Yorkshire border. I feel I've been to Rossendale. Did did Dazzler used to actually live in Rossendale? The Dazzlers, I should say. Yeah, like we all, well, the Dazzlers, I and, uh, and Dave out of Fair Dues grew up in Rosendale. Is it miles away from Blackburn? No, it's about, Blackburn's in the next valley over, it's about half an hour's drive. Judge, judge things by valleys, alright, that, that might be, I'm sure we played once at the Napier time ago, like 2008 or some nonsense. Yeah, Napier hosted many, uh, many and, classic uh, That's it, and, and then we came back to like, you know, Andy and Danny's house, and uh, there was loads of people there, including some dude who had the decline tattooed around his arm in a spiral. Oh yeah, that'd have been Hayden. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. That name rings a bell. That, that. You know. That's what he did. And the brothers who love each other, they were there as well. Actually, the older one was he called Adam? Oh, you're on about uh, turnip bread. Yes, that must have been it. Well, that's yes, that's... yeah. Is that them? The drummer was uh, Jack and the, the yeah. older brother, the guitarist, was Adam. Yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. The brothers do love each other. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, they were there. <laughs> Loving each other. And um and then like and Dazzler, we had to go to get the gear from Blackburn the next day and he was saying it was well close, but it fucking was not well close. It was a long drive, but it felt that way. Yeah. That like you you listen quick and learn quick that you just don't believe a word that falls out of Andy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, that's and, it. Andy wants to go via weed pickup and a burger on the way to the gear, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, if that was if that was two thousand and eight, let's say, which is about about feasible, we we did we haven't learned a lesson because in twenty eighteen we he arranged the tour for us, which was a wild ride. <laughs> He's talking UK or Europe? <laughs> no, Europe. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. So you zigzagged across the continent. Oh yeah, exactly. And, and, and I mean, the first night was in Brighton. You know, like, little launch pad. I was, I was, I was stayed in Brighton with the decline. Mentioning the band called the Decline. Yeah. Once driving them on tour, and they fucking they got an Airbnb mate, and they gave me <laughs> my own bedroom. I had a double bed. I had a little sign on the door saying Captain John's bedroom, no entry, and all that. And I mean, I've just bad mouthed Brighton in the biggest way. I came out of this Airbnb and a man from New Zealand gave me a shitload of weed brownies for free because he was going to see Kings of Leon and he didn't have the cojones to try and get him past security. <laughs> oh, I bet, bet he'd been fucking worrying about that all day as well. <laughs> I'd just like to retract my bad my bad words about Brighton, that's all I'm That's fair enough. Oh, good, well, good memories of Brighton all around then, really. Good memories. Yeah, yeah, of yeah true. So what's, what is this baking kick, man? Is this... Is this um, is it, is it in the blood? Is it something you've always done? Or is it like just lockdown madness? No, uh, I mean, I've always, got en- worse? <laughs> no, I've, like, I've always enjoyed not eating shit food. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, to be honest with you, there's not many, well, there is a lot of things that really fuck me off, you know what I mean? But one of the things that really fucks me off is like when you pay for something to eat and it's shit. Right, yeah, yeah, that bothers me, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not a complainer. I'll just stew on that. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'll, I'll pace the kitchen, like, wearing my pinny apron, going like, fuck you, you little dick, I'm going to fucking make something better than you can fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just finally not eating shit food, Max, you know what I mean? That's fair enough. But, uh, Took matters into your own yeah. hands. Yeah, absolutely, but I, th- I think I do have a sort of a good a, a good base point to, to go from because it's like my mother's a, a keen cooking baker, you know what I mean? Right. And my grandmother also is a, a very keen cook, like God tier apple pie from my grandmother, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've got a lot to live up to, put it that way. But I've been I've been keeping my grandmother happy with bread over the lockdown period. She's yeah. she's fond of the Italian types, the ciabatta, you know, the focaccia. Let's get technical for a second. Do you need a big oven? <laughs> I wish I had a bigger oven. You don't need one, but um, I've, I've just got the standard, you know, just the, the everyman oven. Yeah, right. okay. But, yeah, I wish, the one thing I wish it would do is go a bit higher because I can only go gas mark nine, but I wish it gas would do gas mark ten. Right, okay. doesn't go all you the way up I mean? to ten. It doesn't do ten max, which is a bit of a it's, it's seen me through so far. I'll, I'll not badmouth it too much. Good. Good, nice, even bake. Rises on all sides. <laughs> yes, it's got a couple of cold spots in there, but, you know, I've got my remedies. <laughs> you see? You see I'm all over it now. I can talk baking. <laughs> I can pick this shit up. Get some hazelnuts in it. Hey, why not? At least not peas. Get, you some, know get I mean? some frozen peas in the basket. <laughs>
I see you're on the brew dogs now, Max. I'm going to join you. I'm on the brew dogs now, yes. I had, I had an hibiscus sour beer the other day, and it's actually that beer and the hibiscus property, you know what I mean? This sour Two obsession. This sour obsession. I mean, I think I've only had one sour in my life that someone bought for me once, and it was like a magic rock can. And, you know, these things don't come cheap. So if they bought you, like, a fucking £3.50 can or something, you're proper obliged to finish it. It was on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hard finish, man. It was... <laughs> Don't get me wrong, there's some that are fucking abysmal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they smell like a, a, a rotten barrel has been scraped and made into liquid form, you know what I mean? But When they're good, like, when when it's like, oh yeah, got a good one here. What, what what should they taste like? What does good look like in the sour I, community? For me, like, when you're talking about 2020 drinking and stuff, I mean, I, I was never really a big drinker, to be perfectly honest, because I was driving everywhere. Never really had the opportunity, but then also beer tastes like fucking shit, Max. You know what I mean? So I never really bothered with it. I stopped Strongbow most of the time prior to lockdown. Strongly. But then um, I discovered, yeah, Strongly Beer is a classic, isn't it? But um, I discovered uh, a brew dog quench quake, and it's like a grapefruit, tangerine, sour, right? Yeah. And I would get on them. So as you do, natural progression, I went to the internet. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I put in the sour beers, and then it immediately turned me into a wanker over a period of about three days because I was like, you know what I mean? Like you say, you're talking three pound, three fifty a tin max. That's a wanker's move. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Fifty-five tin. You know what I mean? I can't look myself in the mirror for a day or two after that one. You're obviously a man with a lot of time on his hands. Have you not? You're not considered doing a bit of homebrew. Well, I, I have, but then again, like I say, I, I don't want to make just. Liters and liters of beer that I don't want to suck. You know what I mean? You can give it away to your grandma. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She'd be having a whale of a time. She's already. You're obviously a favourite grandson already for the regular bread deliveries. And if you start, start giving some homebrew as well in a milk bottle or something, she'll be buzzing. She's <laughs> <laughs> not the best. I'm just going to go grab a beer. I've left them outside in the fridge. Yeah, in the fridge of the I'm night. In the fridge of the night. <laughs> yeah, and all this. <laughs> All this talk of beer, I'm just like, fucking hell, I'll finish my stubby little brood. I can need more. <laughs> Walk of shame to the night fridge. What's he going for? The stubby again? It's not. It's, um, it, this is Lansdowne West Coast IPA by Bath Ales. And what it is, it's part of my ongoing this is this is going to show people just how tight i am but it's part of my ongoing attempt to to find something that's at a price point where i don't mind buying it regularly enough <laughs> because as i already discussed like the mint beers come at a premium and and i've got a bit of a fucking you know just just it's, it's just a, a rule a sworn rule and that is if you're drinking at home then you cannot be paying anything approaching pub prices do you know what i mean there is a there's a ceiling it's cans for fuck's sake you know what i mean it's cans at home like i'm not paying like the equivalent of three pound fifty for a fucking drink at home even though that's cheap for a pub these days but it didn't used to be i can i can agree but i can also disagree because it depends on where you're buying from and who you're supporting because if you if you're talking like you know small brewer three four employee affair and it's like you you, you find a beer that you like and maybe mm -hmm. it's you know Fifty pence on a tin than what you want to what, what you want to pay once a month maybe you chuck thirty quid at them you know what I mean you've got some nice beers to sing with like look at that there Max can you see that right what's it called 
overtone deep purple. So it's looking like an old sort of seventies vinyl design. And then it, what what is it? it? Is it a sour again? It is similar to our blueberry and pomegranate sour, but we've doubled up our goodies to create this imperial sour, which is seven percent. <laughs> They've doubled down on the fucking dustiness <clears throat> to create a seven percent black as night sour. What it, what it is, right? I'll give you a bit of an insight. Teeth sour beers. They basically make a sour beer base, which is just like a tangy plain sour beer, right? right. But then. They'll f- do a second ferment on like some some fresh fruit or seasonal fruit. So this is pomegranate and blueberry. Yeah. So it's like you can have the sour beer just as is, and it tasted like sour beer, tangy, a bit funky, whatever. Yeah. But then <clears throat> some some geezer lashes like twenty five kilos of fruit in a hopper. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden you get this wonderfully coloured ri- alcoholic ribena. And like I say, maybe it's fifty pence to turn on top, but. I, I don't have to pull a face and have my nipples go out because I'm sucking pastas, you know what I mean? I thought they fucking put some yeast in a compost bin and <laughs> mixed it with some black currant <laughs> juice. Don't get me wrong, like, I have had, I've, I've tried maybe close to 100 different beers, if not more, yeah. since, since lockdown. And there's been maybe three stinkers that I would not buy again. Are you getting, you know what where, I mean? where are you getting them from? Off the internet or something? <laughs> off, off the internet. Off the internet, mate, because... Off the dark web. Yeah, off the dark web. Off the dark web. Just load up the Tor browser and pick up some Uzi and a couple of sour beers, you know what I mean? That's where you go for the real sour stuff, is it? (laughs) The imperial ones, you know what I mean? (laughs) So so it it is the internet, though, yeah? Absolutely the internet, yeah. Is there a website? Sourboys.com? No, there's a couple. I I don't know. I really want to name names, but they're generally like... You know, like, you'd walk through a nice well-to-do area of the city centre, you see a nice double-fronted yep. glass. They sell gins. Yep. They sell all the various IPAs that you're looking and talking about there, Max, but they also have a handsome collection of sours and fruit beers in the back, you know what I mean? Okay, they would do. They would do if you opened a little place, John, and put that on the on the to-do list. True, I am. It's not like I thought about it, Max, because yeah. I do like a beer, but, you know, high on supply, that's an issue. <laughs> yeah. So you you got to clear something up for me. Do you actually do you actually do tattooing? No, I don't. Um, my partner Holly, she's the tattooist. Yeah. Um, she's been tattooing for just shy of ten years now, I think. Okay. Ten years just gone actually. I think it's sometime in January, but um, she'll probably kill me for not knowing that. But uh, yeah, my partner's a, a tattooist of a decade or so. And, but you are uh, you are an artist. You started doing some drawings, haven't you? That's how. <laughs> That makes it sound so shit, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm on the fridge with some magnets. You've just been so bored. You got the crayons out, just like scribbling. Yeah. <laughs> Seen your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it exactly. That yeah. Okay, no, I mean, you um, started doing some fine art, some fine paintings. Yeah, I wouldn't really call it fine. More just like you know, not a complete shit tip on paper, but yeah, just I'd try me under a few things and I, I tried painting and also yeah it's uh it's like i don't know if you struggle with this max but I, i'm gonna get struggle with drawing me so <laughs> fucking hell i don't it, everyone struggles with drawing unless they practice all the yeah. time like, I, I, i'm quite a, you know i like to be on current affairs you know yeah. what i mean yep but then you get so much of it you know what i mean and then oh, you get yeah, time yeah yeah just because of watching the fucking news twice a day yeah so it's like 
that sort of it's like it's a really really good distraction you yeah. know what i mean because you're having to really use your hands quite a bit and it's like you don't even bother looking at your phone because you get engrossed in like making sure things are how you want them to be sort of thing yeah yeah that's that's a, that's a good point i am um, just on on that phone point i uh i've recently curated my um my twitter feed uh, oh, yeah yeah so i mean it's just it's just football and <laughs> doing some rabbit quotes bants <laughs> now so so it's uh it's it's just it's like a fun place to go <laughs> full of full of banter and <laughs> going back going back to your drawing no to, to your painting um because you've got a, a shop <laughs> i see we, we, we've got to we've got to get the shop out there but you you've um you've changed your name you've got you're doing it under an alias unless john holt is the alias what's happening well, it's, uh, you know, you, you've seen what the, you know, the, the crack is on Instagram. You've got to have a, a name, or, you know, like, a, like my, my personal one's not, you know, Mr. John Holt on Instagram <laughs> with an app before it, you know what I mean? But, no no yeah, nonsense. Just, People like that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nonsense kind of guy, you know what I mean? I like Spike Milligan. So, so what is this name? Is it a family name? No, Buongiorno means good day oh, in Italian. It? Right, okay. And it also... John Bongiorno is sounds a bit like John Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? No, we're talking. Yeah, no. yeah, it's not a bad name. It's just some humorous bullshit for the internet. Now we're talking, and it does does make it a bit sexier, doesn't it? As well, and rhymes a little bit. You know what I mean? How many um, how many orders have you had? Uh, maybe six or seven, maybe that's something good. like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's very good. Do you know what I mean? That's six or seven people who've. You know, ordered something. That's 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 very good. I had to set up in it a PayPal just to open the big cartel, oh. and it's like got, got some fucking brass in it. You know what I mean? I surprised myself. I have to pay tax on that, John. Or are we, uh, we're not. We're, yeah, not, saying any, we're not saying anything about that. Jesus Christ! I pay tax and I fucking pay PayPal and all. Jesus Christ! All that. Oh, you gone sketchy. Yeah, no, it did go sketchy, didn't it? Am I back? You're back. I'm back. You're back. Mm, yeah. It's fucking. Yeah. It's Ruth's fault. She, because, because like, because she can't sit down here. Because well, she could sit down here if if she wanted to, but she doesn't. She never. She's not listened to a single fucking episode of my podcast. She gives me, <laughs> gives, gives me no support. <laughs> gives me just lets me get on with it. And she could, you know, if she took interest, she could probably tell me that that to stop and it's a bad idea. But no, she takes no, <laughs> takes no interest and. Uh, yeah. Sits upstairs, except she'll be streaming some fucking nonsense on Netflix about serial killers or something. That's a favourite. <laughs> that's a favourite thing. She loves serial killers. And uh, Max, we're kindred spirits here because that's exactly what my partner's doing at this moment in time. Probably. In fact, I'm lying because I've got her iPad, so she can't be watching anything about murder. She must be painting or something. Be choking, so, choking my bandwidth. That's what she'll be doing. <laughs>
tell me about drumming, John. When have you last sat behind a drum kit? And be honest. Last sat behind a drum kit just before Christmas, I think. Really? That's that's yeah, even not... that's a lot of discipline. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been slack this year, to be honest with you. There's not not saying it's the wrong way, mate. But there's no joy in it. No. Like, I've, I've got I've got my drums set up in the well. I have a I have a gigging drum kit and like a nice drum kit that costs me a bit of a brass. Yeah, yeah. So the and nice one stays got, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got the kick and the floor tom set up downstairs, but there's about eight. I'm not even joking when I say eight sleeping bags inside the kick drum, and it's still loud as fuck. And then there's tea, there's tea towels all over everything else, and I've got like reduced volume cymbals to play at home with. And there's just there's no joy in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I can play some like, you know what sort of stuff we play as in like fast. You know what I mean? Rat-a-tat. I can't play that. No, because regardless of how much shit I drape all over the drum kit, it's I, I live in a terraced house and it travels to the end of the yeah, terrace. Big time, yeah. Back again. Um, so it's like you know, you know what I mean. You can you can drag fifteen twenty minutes out of playing some night. You know, you know, it's nineties hip hop selection on Spotify. Get the classics on. You yeah. fucking you know what I mean? Enjoy yourself. You're a plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the chess school classics. But uh, yeah, 10, 15 minutes in that, and then you think, "Fuck's sake! I wish I could just be leathering it." But and, and then you can't. What? What? I don't, I don't know if you ever checked them out. What are these electronic drum kits like? Are, are they? Are they sort of a solution to this kind of nonsense? Do they kill the sound enough? Yeah, they're like as in. The issue with them is if you're living in an apartment because like you're still kicking the shit out of the floor regardless of whether you like stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, I live in a house. But then again, I don't have three grand spare to buy a decent. Is that how much they are? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not cheap. You can get on fucking get... Facebook Marketplace and get one for thirty smackers. I mean, there's, I used I used to have one. I flogged it to a mate for hundred quid, but it's like. It were an electric kit, and it, you know you could turn the bass drum into that scream, the horror right. scream, that, ah, <laughs> which is always fun for three seconds. Only a hundred, um, only a hundred quid it, for that. Hundred quid. It, it was like it was a fifteen-year-old Yamaha one. You know what I mean? It was like it was small. It wasn't really shaped like a drum kit, but you played it like it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, some of the fancy ones. Like you, you see them for like two, three, four, five grand, and it's like. You've got the mesh heads, and like the rims are active, so like you get an active rim shot, and then it's like <laughs> I love a good rim shot. And, you know, a genuine rim shot. Yeah, at home, everyone's yeah. dream. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that bell brightness as well. You know what I mean? You want the, if you're playing the you're bowing, you're bowing, you're sticking definition and the bell definition all out of one fancy symbol there, and it's like. It's not a cheap game, but it, like you say, it opens up a lot of doors for just not being shit at your instrument. You know yeah. what I mean? You walk into like any music shop that has one set up for dickheads to go and beat seven shades of shit out of on the dinner hour. You know what I mean? What what did what the drummers play in music shops? Do you remember, have you seen you've seen Wayne's World, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, like the. the, the, the like goes into the guitar shop and it says like no stairway to heaven like you know no stairway denied you know so uh, (laughs) so like what what, what's the fucking stock thing that drummers like just go in and start playing i'd I'd assume like the phil collins in the air tonight (laughs) phil is forbidden you ever see enough toms up to be able to play it you know what i mean (laughs) 
was it one of my favourite places I ever went in, in a music shop situation where it's, you know the um, like online seller Tormann like German okay sounds good though nice solid German name yeah Thorman with two ends at the end like Thomas but with two ends at I the like end I like it yeah it's solid it sounds you know like you could drink some ale does Thormann oh yeah yeah the good Bavarian beer swiggers yeah. down there you yeah. know no doubt anyway we, we were in uh, in Germany on tour and a few of our mates they live in in Nuremberg actually and it took us um, money left to burn the band's called the good bunch of guys yeah. and um they took us because we like, needed some sticks and whatever shit else we need, you know, plectrums for a fucking <laughs> an hour and a half round trip that you yeah. could get around the But anyway, what's in, it's like the biggest fucking floor space in, in Europe, this Tormann showroom. Yeah. And you walk around, it's like there's like a, a 50 foot tall guitar wall that they need like a cherry picker to get the guitar down off. Yeah, Probably about 100 electric drum kits or something. Well, maybe not on like 50 electric drum yeah. kits, all like. Loads of stuff, but like you order what you want, you get given a ticket, and then you have to get in the drive through like a village to like a storeroom, and you go and give them your ticket, and you're waiting like this wonderful German, you know, postmodern waiting area building with lots of glass windows and yeah. very fine seating areas, and then they, they show up on like a little cart with like your order, and that it's fucking huge. Is that one. even if you're just buying plectrums? No, I think the plectrums are available on the desk, you know right, what I mean, but right. I think, I'm not sure what I got, I think I've got sticks in there, but someone were waiting for something big, I think it, no, it might have been like a noise gate pedal or something, yeah. you know, like a 50, 50 or 60 euro purchase, you know what I mean, and uh, they, we had to traipse up there, and it was, you know, it was a coffee machine, very quaint, but it's just like, you walked in and it was just, it was class, they give you a map when you walk in, so it's that way and all cellos that way kettle drums like orchestral up there and it's like just go around knocking shit out of loads of stuff you could never ever afford to own you know what i mean classic that you know normally the thought of going to a musical instrument shop would pain and bore me but that sounds fucking that's that's quite an experience i'm telling you it was well good man absolutely one of the better times i've had in germany Unreal. So, what? Tell tell me about these boys, these fair dues boys. When, when when did you last see him? What are you just you just taking it completely chilled now? Yeah. Well, to be honest, I'm not really the driving force because, as before I mentioned, I can't really do much with my time at the moment. No. Um, but yeah, Dave is uh, Dave the Silent Man, speechless. I'm sure you've you know him. Vocalizer. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, he's a man of few words, but when he does speak, he makes it count. The you know one that doesn't say anything, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's easily the most talented and, and least asshole amongst us as well, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, Dave, Dave came together as usual as one, like, station formed like a magic being off Bill yeah. and Ted. Yeah. And, uh, station. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> station. Okay. Ridiculous skill. But yeah, came together with a few tracks and uh, Danny's chucked his hat in there as well. And uh, Obviously, you're actually sort of recording. But it's, it's not acoustic, is it? No, is it folk? No, absolutely. I think I'd, I'd, I'd have to go off myself quietly if that ever happened, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, we got we got some things in the works. Like, we, like I say, I can't really take too much credit for it because I haven't really done a fucking thing for it, you know what I mean, but um, Dave is very, uh, he comes together with like, you know, 
and in MIDI files sort of thing, you'll have two track guitar parts and a bass and drums that we can work on, and like it'll be a finished song. Right. Okay. And then we, we can listen to it, and then obviously build on that and change. It. To be honest with you, it's a case of taking what Dave gives us yeah. and making it playable for humans. Is that is that every Fair Do song? Not every Fair Do song, right? But a lot of them. Really? Excuse me. Fuck! I've spent a decade plus. You know, gently ribbing Dave and his silent ways, and he's he's the fucking powerhouse. Yeah, Dave is absolutely yeah. Dave, like, there's not a bad word that we can say about Dave speechly because he, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a glistening diamond in a box of cap shit. You know he's, what I mean. He's 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 the talent, and and you guys are kind of the you know hanging onto his coattails from what you're telling me. Yeah, I'm not going to deny, Max. Like, <laughs> this is how I'll lay, lay it flat for you, right? Dave Speechley comes, he's, he's, the, he's the meat and potatoes of it all, you know what I mean? Okay. He comes together. The frozen peas. Yeah, the, the frozen peas, maybe. It might be meat, to be honest with you, but Danny comes in with the gravy, you know what I mean? Like, he sources it up a bit because he's like the melody man and the vocals and stuff like that. Yeah. Then, like, drums, like I said, drums are pretty much like. The, the body of it's there because we know what we want it to sound like. It's majority of fast stuff, and then like all the rhythms are like quite matchy. So it's like you're just making sure you stick to the guitar parts pretty much. But you know what I mean? It's like Dave is the meat and veg of it. Like Danny, like I say, brings more melody in when yeah. we pla- practice and play. Like a couple of ideas come in and say maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that. But a majority of the stuff, to be perfectly honest with you, is Dave Speechley standalone. And what what's what's Josh a bit of icing sugar? Splodge your ketchup. Josh is like, you know what I mean, when you dump an oxo cube in to bring everything together about a third of the way in. <laughs> Josh Josh sort of like, you know <sighs> just hides subtly. Need more bane in your life and get yourself over to the Bane of My Life website, www.rockradiobit.ch There you'll find an article on every podcast with pictures, more in-depth interviews, you name it, let's do it. I'm going to grab my last beer in a second and probably have a little wee in the garden. A little snidey wee in the garden. It is, <laughs> it, 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 it is, it is dark. It, it is dark. But just before I do, just, just something that I, I've learned about whiteys, which um, you know, fairly recently in terms of life, is you can actually walk them off. It's just, um, it just takes an incredible force of will or someone to pick you up and make you walk. <laughs> and I, I think, I think the three times it's done with me, it all have been the latter. Where <laughs> I remember there was this one time. Uh, I think the first time I ever walked a whitey off um, <laughs> was uh, I was at uh, this festival called Nice and Sleazy, which is up in Morecambe that I go to regularly because yeah, yeah. it's fucking class. And I was out, and I was having um this biff with this guy called Chris is out of a band called Dirtbox Disco. And, uh, you know, it, it, they they sort of played like a you know, a late slot type thing. And, like, they haven't been there all day. I'm making me excuses now. They haven't been there all day. I've been there, like, you know, fucking two days or whatever and been, been just like that. And obviously, it, I look, you know, just drink. I just, some people that don't drink and bane, well, that's, that's a fucking loser's way out. You just get, get it down here, man. And then, uh, 
then so you know doing like that and then obviously just just like had enough and we were right by my car because you kind of park on the campsite i always kept on trying to crawl underneath the car because i thought like (laughs) it'll be dry it'll be safe and no one will bother me and i'll just lie down here for a while and i'll be fine i just need a bit of time and uh, and which is classic whitey material and then he sort of picked me up and put me over his shoulder and fucking made me walk and it took about five minutes but then like then i started like no no i can do myself and then after about 10 minutes i was running around saying i'm a phoenix i'm back i'm a phoenix from the flames just like um because i was absolutely stunned myself at this sort of christ-like fucking redemption that i'd had Good. So you can you can walk a whitey off, but you you probably need someone's help because you just. You know what? Do you know what it is? It's your blood sugar just going through the floor. So all <laughs> you need to do is throw a load of sugar down your neck, and then you find like literally just eat your eyes by estimate. Why does your blood sugar go through the floor? Because weed increases your metabolism. That's what the munchies is. Is it? Yeah. Oh. No way! I've always, I just, I don't know, because I'm. No one gets the munchies like me, Jan. I, I know the people out there think that, but like, it's fucking scandalous when I get going. It, I wake up the next morning like proper. Sometimes I can't even sleep at night because my stomach's so full. Because I don't go after it. I don't for food. It's the sensation. It's the taste. I'm a creature of pure pleasure. Do you know what I mean? I'm eating like Nutella out the jar. I'm just fucking. I just all I care about is the pleasure of the next bite. That was that was too much almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you <know what> I mean <laughs> it's, it's, it, that that's it. No one, no one goes for it like me. But you know, I'm literally in bed like, oh, oh I can't yeah, I've been there. It. You know what's you know what's a, a, like a bad slippery slope? The multi pack of Watsons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they just they, they just disintegrate when they hit the mouth. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you're twelve packs in. And you fancy another twelve packs, you know what I mean? If I could, if 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 they could, if they could fucking make Bane where he didn't give you the munchies, it'd be it'd be perfect because that's that's a one fucking downfall for me. It get it gets on top. You know, what I mean? it gets it gets regretful. I get mournful about what I do. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a like a you're, fucking... a, man of, you're a man of little self-control, it seems, man. your method is the way progression moves. The influential elements won't try to seek the truth. Lobby in the eyes, I attempt to comprehend. The ashes you can't justify, there's no issue this.
Lies back. Oh, nice uh, Hell's Lager from Winkle Brewery. Hey. From the Winkle Brewery, very Winkle nice. You've never, you never been to Winkle? Never. Never? <laughs> Fucking hell, John. <laughs> thought, you were, thought you were a travelled man. A man of the world, but never been to Winkle. In fact, I might be bullshitting you because I'm sure there's a, I've got a picture of someone under a street sign called saying Winkle. Well. It, it, so if I've not been to Winkle, I've been very close to it. Wild Bow Cloth? Maybe to the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know, I had, I had, I had, I had one, one last thing on my list, actually. Um, I wrote John Holt, 14th of Jan, 21, and then a series of, of points, and one of them is large veg. <laughs> <laughs> Large veg, yeah. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about your big fucking veg. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Three, four years ago now, I started growing vegetables, and me, me, uh, my mum and dad have like they've got like a terraced garden in the but like my house, it's got like a the the backyard's below street level, and it's about six foot square. Right. And then the front, it's got like a coffin size yard, and then it's a, a main road, so there's, there's nowhere to really grow anything at my house, but um. My parents uh, give us the back half of the back garden. Right. And uh, got three uh, raised beds put up. And then last year, I got a greenhouse, a glass greenhouse put up as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's easier than you think, man, to be honest with you. There's a lot to be said for not nursing your greens, you know what I mean? A lot right. of people sweat and, and toil over them, but, like, biggest, biggest lot of hard work is, like, you got to just sling a load of animal shit on your ground and dig it in for a bit, and then... Once you've done that, it's just a case of sticking them in and making sure they're watered, and then you're laughing, you know what I mean? I do shitloads of potatoes every year. I do big loads of broccoli every year. I've just, just yesterday, actually, I put about 70 heads of garlic in. Yeah, so, so it doesn't really, don't get me wrong, I haven't really self-sustained myself, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not that big of, big of an area, but I keep myself fed over summer, That's, get fresh, but what, all summer. What's the biggest thing you've grown then? What, what's, what's your whopper? My mother grew some monstrous rhubarb ones, but again, it was just, through, just ignoring it, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> leave it alone. You just but, treat, uh, treat it mean, keep it keen. Exactly that, exactly that. You've got it on the end. I've grown a hydrangea. I almost pissed on it a minute ago, and then I thought, no, that's my prized hydrangea. <laughs> this is good for a man. Absolutely piss on your pants. So, well, you know, the weekend's coming up, which is premium pissing time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe this is the weekend. I'll get get it all moist. Get those microbes in it. Get that. Get those good stuff. In fact, I should do it whilst I'm drinking Brewdog. It's better drinking that than like fucking Aldi ale or something. You know what I mean, it, that, that's what he wants. Premium piss that. You know, my place that I get my veg seeds from. I'm listed as Commander John Holt. <laughs> that's. That's an opportunity <laughs> not to be missed. I'm saying it was just a drop-down menu and Mister it. It seemed a bit like luster. Yeah, it was like, fuck it, I'll be, the, I'll be commando, why not? Mister, Mister wasn't sparkling that night. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Why be a Mister when you can be a commando, you know what I mean? I mean at the end of the day, if, uh, if, the, if two orders pop up on the computer and they've only got time to do one that day and one's for like... Mr. Joe Brown and one's for Commander John Holt. You know, you know who's you're doing, don't you? Yeah, it's you know. obvious. 
That man's priority mail there, Commander exactly, John. Exactly. Who's more likely to get on the phone and give me a hard time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the Sergeant Major treatment now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking full metal jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so, the old fair doozies then. Let's 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 come on. Let's keep up the the pretense. This is a music podcast, okay? <laughs> let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. So you you got one album? I know that because I went on Spotify and searched Fair Do's, and there was only one album on there. So the, therefore, ego. <laughs> there you've got one album, right? <laughs> yeah. So this this stuff you're doing now that Dave's fucking cracking on on his tracks is that is that towards it? Is that just keeping you busy? Have you, did you have a new album ready to rock? Where you at? Where you at? No. I'm not sure it's going to be an album, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know if you've not like albums aren't really the uh, the in thing these days, are they? Not? Are they not? Like, as in, it's, you it's tell a... me, John. You're 34. I'm 39. You. you <laughs> <laughs> I've got the finger on the pulse of the year. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it, like you say, we we have quite large gaps between releases, and uh, we have one full length album, but we have got the EP before that, which is like six tracks and. It's like we find it difficult to get a, like a speedy process on because like we have quite difficult material to play. If you know, I mean, not that we play the most difficult songs in the world, but when, then again, we're not the best musicians in the world either. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. it, like I, I'm not really happy putting stuff out in public without it being a certain level. If you know what I mean? So, yeah, to yeah. a certain amount of the spit and polish before they go out into the cold light of day. Um, but yeah, like I think we're going to take the route of like, uh, you know, we've got say 10 or 12 tracks maybe, but put them out in like fives or sixes, you know what I mean? Just, uh, EPs, is EPs still a thing? I think, uh, yeah, just, just call it a piece, you know what I mean? Yeah. This, this piece is titled and it's got whatever many tracks on it, but it's not smoking hot joint yeah but you know like you know not necessarily like different flavors like as in the cypress hill skull and bones where one's a rap album and one's a, a rock album but you know just giving it a steady dribble instead of like pow and to be honest over the over the last decade i think some of the things that i listen to more of are like between four and six tracks if you know what i mean really yeah like I, I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to quite a broad range of music, but yeah. in terms of format, I feel like the stuff that sticks in the listening, you know, like comes back every day, like is in there regularly. It's like the four trackers, the six trackers, the five trackers. But that's interesting. You're thinking little, little mini releases for the short attention span of the yeah. world, basically. But it's it's more as well. Cause it's like it's how you deliver your music. Like you say, it's not really like people go out to record shops and buy music that much anymore as far as i can tell no but um you know what i mean like bands sell to like quite a specific like you know like people who follow them online and like you know they're, they're online following they buy the stuff and then you sell it at gigs really like yeah. bands mostly like you make your money as a band as being like a clothes shop that plays gigs every now and again you know what i mean that's how bands make money they just sell fucking hundreds of different items of clothing and then maybe play a gig every now and again and sell those clothes there. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't begrudge people making as many avenues for money coming in as possible. But yeah, I feel like 
I don't really want to give my time to bands who just sort of concentrate on that and the music's secondary, if you know what I mean. Do you, do you guys, like, sell merch? Like, do you, like, properly, like, at gigs, like, just, just set up, like, a little shop and all that fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. After spending <laughs> three minutes talking shit about people selling merch. But, yeah, yeah, we do. Like, I, I don't have an issue with people... You'd never be arsed with that. Like I said, well, don't get me wrong, it's a fucking struggle between us pulling short straws that who gets to sit at the table, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. On, on a good day, we rotate, you know what I mean? But um, on a bad day, it's whoever's quietest gets stuck there, you know what I mean? Which is usually Dave. In but, fairness, a, a little bright point about the the honesty of uh, of some punk gigs, though, is like, it, it, you know, we probably played, set up the stall, and then it's might be like an hour and a half later, and just fucking no one man in it, and we just leave it and come back to it at the end of the night and take it down. It's just like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's fair. Maybe it's like Gangs in New York, where that guy leaves <laughs> Bill, leaves his watch out and like, and like says, see this, no one's going to take this. No one's taking Intimidation it. factor. The bandanas that do it. Yeah, well, it's pretty. It's a fearsome look. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a, yeah. It just screams ruthless. It Ruthlessness. does. Yeah, absolutely. A dangerous, a dangerous character. It screams loco to me. Specifically, yeah. the, the word loco. You know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, that's uh, that's that's who I am. <laughs> that's, where, that's where I come from, John. <laughs> Main streets and Mac. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, you got, you got to, you got to, you know, climb that not dirty ladder rung by rung. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been done. We sit, sit at the top. I'm, I'm waiting for someone for 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 someone in Mac to come pension me off, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one there. Turns out the next generation are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> Where so are you? <laughs> Facebook made a generation of shit houses who won't knock the man off the perch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, come on, someone wants this title. <laughs> when, when did you actually last see the guys then? Just, uh, just as a genuine point of interest. Uh, I'm not sure now. Um, seen them on Zoom calls. Have you? Oh no, I know yeah. you guys do this. I've seen you. I've seen one of you, one of you on the old face obio or something like. Take a a picture of it. Yeah, I know you do this. I thought it was weird. <laughs> Just yeah. leave that as a standalone statement. It's. It is slightly odd, just because it's like you have to just like you're staring at people staring at you. If you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like a conversation. Not to bring this and any weirdness to this conversation, but it's like you you know people from face to face interaction, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, there's Max's back room. I like to try and make it as uncomfy as possible. That's the magic. The handprint artwork is a nice touch, very nice. Yeah, I know. A lot of victims to that. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people's last handprints, yeah. Is that what you're pissing on in the garden? All the bodies? Yeah. <laughs> That's your compost. Yeah, exactly. I need to help them dissolve a little bit quicker. Yeah, I'm just aiding and abetting a murderer, yeah. yeah. And the missus is watching murder stuff in the yeah, I know. <laughs> it's dark stuff, it really is. 
Anyhow, you, sorry, I, I think I interrupted you. You're about to tell me that um, it's fun talking to your bandmates, even though you might have nothing to say to each other. Yeah, it's, uh, we sort of, well, again, um, Danny's the organised one. He sort of pulls out a meeting about once a month sort of thing. So uh, Pulls out a meeting? Is he like the fucking Sergeant Major? Yeah, Danny's the organiser of, like, like say, Danny um, has the contacts and the... Uh, the drive to actually do something with the material that Dave puts in front of us. So, uh, would you would you go as far as saying he's got the appetite? Oh, he's fucking genius. He's got the appetite for two. Never seen him eat. Who <laughs> yeah. just inhales? No, food. He, he's actually lost a lot of weight recently. Don't know what's happening. He's <laughs> taking to wearing jumpers. Yeah, 30's done him a lot of favours, hasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's skinny, skinny fit jumpers. So yeah. that seems to be his yeah. new look. It's the polo shirt. Yeah, and curtains actually, single-handedly trying to bring '90s curtains back. It's just unbelievable. If there's a time to do silly shit, it's like this. Like uh, up until literally like five days ago, I had a silly beard because you know, and I was planning on um, keeping it the whole time and making it really long and silly. But then yeah. I just got to a like breaking point where it's just like this looks so fucking stupid and got, got <laughs> rid of it. But <laughs> That's obviously a bad example, but what I'm saying is shave your head and live with the consequences. Yeah, I did that though about four years ago with a mustache, and there we are, and I've still got. A yeah, must- I know. Well, that, that's you know, <laughs> but sometimes things just work. Things just slot into place. That, that mustache is just slotted into place on your face, and it's going nowhere, and, and it shouldn't. You know what I mean? It, it's made its home. It's like the missing piece of my character. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd go as far as saying that that, that, that mustache is, is giving you a lot over the last over the last sort of period of time. I tell you, when the first the first maybe three months of having this mustache, I got more compliments than I did in them in then three months. I got more compliments than I did the entire previous thirty years of my life combined. You know what I mean? I was incredible. I was like, "Why did I not do this sooner?" Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great, you know? isn't it? It's both. It's both excellent and and devastating. To know <laughs> you could have been rocking out for so much longer, isn't it? I know. Missed the spot. You, you, your peak years. You, you could have. You could have had that, and, uh, <laughs> and it is it's gone. But never mind. Don't know what doors for me, Max. I'm thankful for yeah, that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Right, I'm going to have to draw us to a close, Johnny Holt, because I just just can't can't face having to do an hour and forty five. You know, it's an hour and forty three of editing. I don't blame you. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But what I can say is, it has been a pleasure to yes. share my Winkle uh, beer and others it's with been, you. It's been fine to see uh, your face. Like I say, it's it's been a long time. Has been a long time. I think it was time or so. Yeah, it was. It was warranted. So, so it'd be a long time by any by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, Jesus. The coronavirus yeah. didn't exist. There was no guarantee that we would have seen each other prior to that point. But you know, I had a silly idea to do a podcast, and now I'm making people come on it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that... <laughs> well, I'm just glad I got it out of the way. That's all I'll say. <laughs>